0: just say hi to jexbury specifically <laughs> this is for you baby <laughs> this is
1: this the jexbury is the jexbury Jaxbur- um, episode the jexbury
2: oh, guy Hi, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Danger. We're interviewing Eli about Arc 2. This time around, we have some questions from the Jexberry guy on Tumblr. They asked, uh, what was everyone's favorite bit or funny moment? Example, I'm a doctor and throwing the rat and uh, Liam's failed stealth check and things like that. That's a question for all of us.
0: Let's go around. Start with Eli. Okay, I'll start.
2: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: There were a lot of times that I would kind of have to hold my laughter and just like look wide eyed at uh, the desk in front of me and keep it together because the amount of times Liam has had to roll to be anything and just absolutely whiff it is always yeah. incredibly funny.
3: Yeah, it's
1: it's just so good because he's so earnest. <laughs>
3: And he, you,
1: god damn, you really root for him. And just every time he fucking whiffs it. And it's yeah. so funny. Because it, it turns out fine in the end. But it really is just like the energy of a Labrador. And it's just like go, 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 and then just, like, trip over yourself, because you're too big. You're bumping into fucking beds and shit. And story-wise, it always makes sense. It's like, yes, yes why do we think that this huge guy can just sneak his way through anything? <laughs> so it's, that was so funny when that mm. happened. It was also fun for me, I think, as the DM to be like, aha, uh-huh, I get to
2: throw something at you now. I guess mm-hmm. roles are abysmal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's true.
3: I don't always have this problem in every role-playing game that I play but Liam consistently does very poorly. It's
2: like he's. Yeah, that's cool is. because like we do. <laughs> he is with something. We've hinted at that. We've do- we've oh, said only it. In we, social media. We've said it in the episode. We've we said have... we've said Liam's.
0: No, we... it's in
2: our current episode that it, that I'm writing music to. It
0: does. We mentioned yeah, like we say
2: it his
1: no, c- when we're in the we say we don't say like
2: what it is, but we do say that he's.
0: Oh well, shit. But by the way,
2: okay, if it's we already. don't want to mention it. I will say it's very fitting for Liam. <laughs> mm-hmm. If we don't want to mention that redacted yeah, stuff. Uh, censor like that.
3: that. Yeah, redacted. Censor it. <laughs> Am I, are we going clockwise? Yeah. Is it mine? Sure. Gosh, there's a lot that I really did enjoy. I loved the dog conversation that we all had oh, on the yeah. boat before we oh got sucked back in time. The really one that you cute. made the animatic for yeah, yeah, was, was cute. very cute. He was too fat. <laughs> 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 was very good. And maybe this one's egotistical but I'm a big fan of I'll Pilfer His Biscuits. <laughs>
1: oh, right.
3: Like, personally, I was, I was pretty proud of that one. I still think of it sometimes. Mm-hmm.
0: For me, I mean, I do really like the I'm a doctor thing that, li- that Adrian has clung on to.
1: Continues uh, to run with.
0: Yeah, he's made it a part of his personality now. Why does he like it so
1: much? Because he doesn't have anything else.
0: Yeah, he really doesn't have <laughs> anything else going for him. He's able to say with quote-unquote authority, I'm a doctor and I definitely know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So you gotta listen to me and don't get mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that I guess is also a bit egotistical, but I was very, very proud of the moment that Adrian, uh, when he convinced Lieutenant Fitzgerald and mm-hmm. woke him up, I remember I was so nervous during that. My little lips were trembling. I was like, "Mm -hmm, and, and, and I think we need your help.
1: (laughs) It's so funny because, like, low-key in that moment, I was like, I kind of shipped these two. Ooh!
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. yeah. Uh- no, we've all seen how easily swept up Adrian is in having crushes on people. And while he hated Fitzgerald in the previous loop, as soon he, as he was like Chill. on his side, Adrian yeah. was like, Oh, a big <laughs> protective man. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I get it. I like those. Also, another thing I really like about Arc 2 that kind of continues on but i just i really like how protective liam is of all the boys but like really of zachary and yeah. he's always coming in to look out for him and I mm-hmm. just and that's like true. that relationship you start seeing that bloom and yeah. blossom yeah. in arc two mm-hmm.
2: let me see it continue in arc three yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just the kind of guy liam is
0: <laughs> thanks
1: guys that's just <laughs> the kind of guy you are <laughs> tell me more <laughs>
2: I think my favorite bit, if this counts, was like when Daniel's meeting with Alan for the first time, and he thinks that he's like in trouble, mm-hmm. or something. Oh, God, and yes, and, that was then, good. and then Alan's like, um, you know, because we're gay. <laughs>
1: that also <laughs> was planned. Because
2: we're gay oh, together. My and gosh. then,
1: yeah, I didn't, I didn't make Alan a character until I think the first person you interacted with. I just wanted yeah, to I- give you some trouble, and then I was like, oh, this is shit material, actually. Yes.
2: <laughs> I was like, I can do that. I remember you were initially only going to have him be mean to me. You mentioned this off record. And then uh, you mentioned you're like, and then I decided to give them a history. (laughs) Because I thought it would be more compelling. It was. It was compelling. I like... I guess this is a little egotistical too, but I liked when Alan's like, you know, because we have a lover's history together and then Daniel kind of just like immediately jumps into mm-hmm, that and embraces mm-hmm. it He's and like,
1: yes, well, yes we do. Then yes. again, Cassidy
2: rolled a nineteen for handsome yeah, on, on Alan. True. So like
1: He's
2: a hard to resist. Nineteen <laughs> Beautiful handsome. man who we who we determined on our on our shit posting Twitter that uh he looks like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh god, that's right. <laughs> that's so funny that's right. from, from Ghost specifically. <laughs> yes so I who I could just, resist <laughs> yeah, Nobody. I just like uh, Daniel just kind of being like ah easy boyfriend yes indeed <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I agree to everything yes yeah. sir
3: I mean listen Adrian and Daniel they like <laughs>
0: <laughs> what they cling both... to affection Yeah. <laughs> what
2: you're
0: talking about
2: mm-hmm mm-hmm who wants to ask I the I say as if question? my boy isn't attracted to a, a hunter <laughs>
0: That's true. He it's... plays it much more safe, though. He oh, does. Yeah, <laughs> he... He's he got some sense.
2: He does, yeah. He has no sense being attracted to a hunter. He can't help but <laughs> he's attracted this is, to. This is Daniel coming uh, through, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very upset. Self-endangering proclamation of love.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's not going around. He's <laughs> not leaving him notes.
2: <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> he doesn't even make
1: eyes at him. For God's sake, all he says is good morning. And then as soon as he walks away, he goes, why is he so
2: handsome though. <laughs> he made playful conversation with him. I remembered voicing Bernard for you. Alright, Mom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what inspired you, Eli, for this arc? The ghost ship and the time loop were such a cool idea, says Jexbury Guy.
1: Oh, thank you. I believe we were watching The Terror.
3: (gasps) Yeah. Yeah, That's my My fucking
1: favorite show. And And not only that,
3: I think we had also lent you Horatio Hornblower. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I was, I was just sort of in a nautical mood and I was like, I have never ever written a story about this time period or this subject or anything nautical before. I I grew up in Hawaii, but I really don't have that much of a connection to the ocean. And so I n I'd never really play around with it in a lot of my story themes and things like that. So, what if I just kind of go out of my comfort zone? It feels in theme, and the more I researched it, the more I began to come up with like, ah, oh, but this that time's already passed and like there isn't really any great seafaring stuff that I can play with in this in this time. So, <laughs> what if I went back? So, and as a side note, I hate time-traveling stories so because i do so (laughs) (laughs) so not a doctor who fan but um
0: even back to the future
1: what about dark though Dark is really the
2: only one I have tolerance for. Yeah, yeah me too, because no nobody does know, time travel. Nobody does time travel correctly, except for Dark. That's uh, it. That's the only one.
0: But Michael J. Fox is really cute. Listen, he's,
2: man, he's I don't cute cute have to the like time. the movie to watch the movie and for Michael
1: J. Fox. And he Christopher is so Wynne. cute in that, and Christopher Walken. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Sorry, Christopher Lloyd. Holy. Imagine. Hey, we gotta go back to the. Future. That's <laughs> such a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Th- we gotta get to the future. What are you the hey, uh, back- hey, baby, get <laughs> baby. Hey, we tried getting back to the future. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay, so you hate time travel. I hate time travel, so that's why I kind of put it in this other pocket dimension where they weren't really time traveling. Mm -hmm. It was just that they were
2: stuck in this infinite time loop outside of time,
1: Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. That kind of answers the next question. You
2: just answered the third question, which was, did the lad's actions on the ship affect the future at all? Or was it more of an illusion than actual time travel?
1: No! No! (laughs) No! No! They were in their own little pocket bubble that, like, the demon made, and it's like an illusion, and it's... It's somewhere other than the, the world we know the dandies to exist in, but it is a world that runs parallel to theirs. And I think in future arcs, as we as a team talk about it more, and as we bring it more into the, to the center of the story, there is, that exists another dimension parallel to the one that the boys live in. And we will learn more about that in different arts, arcs. So no, nothing they did affected the future because they weren't in really in the past, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody can still be born. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm gonna ask the last question. Who is everyone's favorite NPC on the ship, both player and character-wise?
3: So I believe what that question is asking is what is Cass's favorite character and then NPC who is Liam's... and what's Liam's favorite? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I wanna actually start with Toast and Adrian first. Because I <laughs> feel like I know the answers.
0: That's kind of tough. Let me remember everybody who was there. I mean, by the end of it, like, Adrian's, I guess, favorite NPC was Fitzgerald. I thought so. (laughs) Because, you know, he was a man who knew what was going on, and Adrian could, like, hide behind him. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Basically. It's so funny, though, because he fucking hated him so much in the one loop uh, where he (laughs) nearly got everybody flogged.
1: He Um, just, he has a mouth, and he, like, he's learning to control it, and he's learning how to use it, but, like before it was just like shut up yeah. <laughs> like sometimes because it was just it would go off and it's like that's so in character for him and i know people who are just like that who will just like dig themselves deeper in this hole and not shut up in like a, a an actual frustrated way
2: but it was like this is so real mm-hmm. and by gum but oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i was like re-listening to the beginning of arc 2 during the seance and like adrian keeps talking after everyone yeah. tells him to be quiet yes. and liam actually has to put a hand over his mouth and even then he's still talking
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I had to as the dm i had to make like some decisions to be like do i what do i do with that do i punish them or is it too <laughs> early and then i was like i think just let the story go on and then we'll see if like yeah. adrian's willing to play ball later
0: <laughs> no <laughs> um, but who is my favorite? I don't know. My personal favorite might also be, well, I mean, I do like Billy because he's such a good dude.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's a toss up between Billy and I also Fitzgerald because so much of Adrian is in me that it was hard to not get attached to Fitzgerald because he was also my anchor of like somebody who <laughs> might be able to help with the situation. Mm-hmm. So
2: Daniel's favorite, obviously, was Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, very attached to him. Still kind of in mourning for him baby um for me i really liked billy so Mm -hmm. r.a.p. me as well (laughs) he just like you really tortured us by making him extremely likable and then like cracking his head open like that was mean (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was really mean
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and why did you kill Alan so mean? Yeah, why was mean Why did you shoot him and then have him get et By
1: rats? <laughs> you know, it's funny I, I, I kind of pictured them, the fact that they're all already Dead, and I know I didn't explain this very well uh, <laughs> And that, that also haunts me um, I didn't see that as Mean because that was the, the events As it transpired back then You were just going through the events mm-hmm. As it first happened And so the decision to do that was already in place. So it wasn't like, I'm going to do this to twist the knife in your gut. It was, I, like, I know I say, like, a lot of this wasn't planned, but, like, how the demon took over was planned. Mm -hmm. What it looked like when you guys would get to that was planned. Like, so the rat's kind of taking over and doing this. I suppose, though, like, Alan getting shot. Yeah. Wasn't. And to be honest, it just, it just made sense in my head to do it.
2: I remember you told me. I remember asking you when it, when it was fresher on our minds. I was like, why'd you do that? And you had told me that you wanted to essentially spare Alan's soul. So you had him die by a different mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had him die by different means. And then he was his, his body after his soul had left was eaten by the rats. So he was not devoured by the <laughs> demon. You were kind of implying that he died and his soul was able to pass on. And so it was kind of like a mercy kill Mm, for you. That's what you said like a year ago or
1: something. That is right. That is coming back to me. And that's not just a safe face, (laughs) but that, that is exactly why I had him get shot because he would just die like that instead of being at a lot of them were, but because they were being at, at that stage you, and, and then you defeated the demon instead of getting at along with them. Their souls were released, and I really, really, really wish I had had the presence of mind to give a better cap to that. Because the day we were recording that, my imagination was absolutely shot. Because I think that was the same day. It was the same day that everything hit the fan, and I that was one of those times where I wish I could have gone like, okay, um, hmm? we have to like keep going some other day to do this because now I got to rewrite a bunch of things. Mm. But I was just like, let's see if I can do this on the fly,
2: mm. and.
1: You know, for what I did, it wasn't bad. I think, though, I was I was just really tired, mm-hmm. and that's why I also was just like, we're just going to go. Fuck it, we'll do it live.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Still speaking of Alan, this is a little bit of a detour, but speaking of Alan, since we brought him up, he's one of the ones that we woke up with the special items, right, the yeah. journal. Mm-hmm. And whenever a character wakes up, it seems like they remember what they had previously experienced, and they remember going through the loop over and over and over again. Does that mean Alan ever actually remembered who he was dating who wasn't Daniel? (laughs) And was he, like... But he was still going along with it? Or did he never actually remember who he actually loved?
1: (sighs) (laughs) Wow, good question. Um, As the DM, I didn't want to derail the attention. When Mm -hmm. he had been woken up, I believe there were more important things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if he did remember, I think... just he wouldn't have had the capacity to think about it at the time because whoever he did was obviously not there mhm and this it was daniel instead but i i think for whatever reason he would have still been like well this is like the moment daniel was like actually this is the one then mm-hmm. it, then <laughs> government assigned boyfriend would have just taken <laughs> over and it would have been like yeah okay yeah so it's Alan...
2: uh daniel's a 20 out of 20 mm-hmm. for handsome that's yes. true <laughs> yes exactly that 20
3: still as part of the question we're around you who was zach's favorite npc and who was your favorite npc that you created
1: oh man Okay, I have to take a hot second, because we've been talking about, like, all these NPCs, and for some reason my mind was like, I really like that character, forgetting that I was the one that played that character. (laughs) Um, That's what
3: you strive for if they feel like they sort of exist independent of yourself.
1: Yeah, like, Zachary is just so much a part of me and my experience, because we experience things at the same time, whereas these characters just feel like I got to watch a movie, and I just happened to be saying what they were saying. I don't know. I really- I liked Billy. I liked Billy. I liked how I set him up. I liked how I destroyed him. I mm-hmm. liked the horror I got to do with him. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite little, like, thing to play with. I was like, I'm mm, gonna, gonna torture the hell out of you. Uh, <laughs> you're so mean. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a good storyteller. Um, <laughs> yeah, i <I'm> mean. <laughs> um, it was good, though. Personally, I really liked Willie. Because I feel like I put a lot of good character into Willie.
2: Billy.
0: Billy.
1: Mother fuck- <laughs>
0: I even remember his name. Good old
1: what's his <laughs> face? Dyslexia. Oh, it's because I used to call him Billiam in my head. <laughs> Billiam. Billiam. <laughs> Billiam. Call him William Shatner affectionately in my head.
2: <laughs> in your head, you were calling him that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Zachary didn't have a lot of didn't have a lot of room to be anyone or anything in this. He was really he was really pushed to the side a lot, and that was somewhat by design because I knew that he would be too advantageous to you guys. So he was really just out of it the whole time. So he didn't get to have a favorite, but I will say he well, he was frustrated with Daniel. <laughs> but he was glad that everybody stepped up and did what they could.
2: His during... favorite was Liam.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, Liam. <laughs> Liam was really there for him a lot um, yeah. during this one. So I I honestly think it was Liam. Liam is his favorite. Hey, what's up? <laughs> for this arc. <laughs>
3: Excellent. Uh, I've been thinking over some of the characters, and I did like the cook's assistant. I, I don't know if that was his official his position, and I feel bad because I also can't remember his name.
2: The guy who... uh was the first person who adrian treated yeah because yeah. he cut his oh. finger I yeah i feel
0: like it was something like colin but yeah I think, I, feel like was was I think it was,
3: was like cabin boy. it wasn't it herschel was we never
0: talked to herschel it was a different they were similar
1: role. it was
2: the, it it was was the different... toe-headed fellow yeah. yeah his name wasn't cheese was it
1: no
0: there wasn't no cheese. there was <laughs>
2: there was a different there was, diff- there was cheese. cheese we forgot about the oh,
1: deep no, the deep cheese lore cheese cheese is my favorite cheese character
3: cheese
1: jesus christ
3: (laughs) (laughs) and like everybody i did like billy and i did like uh fitzgerald honestly i also liked the really angry guy who pulled who yoinked liam out of his sack in the middle of the night and was (laughs) just really upset about the whole thing yeah (laughs) i appreciated that kind of turn of events to find out like Within the story narrative, sometimes making a really good role and winning and having a success doesn't always turn out for the best. I appreciate that in the storytelling and the gameplay. It worked really well. I think you you handled his sort of reactionary. He was a very reactionary character. And that was consistent in how he responded to Liam unveiling the mystery of the place to him. So yeah. I, I liked that as well. Although he certainly would not be Liam's favorite. And geez. cheese. Cheese.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Liam's favorite was?
3: I mean, Liam's favorite has got to be Billy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. he... He wanted so desperately to keep him from mm. falling out of the uh I wanna say rafters, but it's not oh, rafters. rafters. The rigging, <gasps> the I guess. Rigging. I and the just remembered yeah, the how
1: rigging. he went out, just yep. like with his head like starting yeah. to bleed all over again. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was fun. He was yeah.
3: yeah, Liam's favorite was definitely Billy.
2: Mm. R. A. P. Billy. That's it for this version of Behind the Danger. We have an extended version on Patreon where you can find out what it was like for Eli to transition on the podcast, whether or not the hunters knew they were dead, and uh, what would the dinner scene with the captain have been like. That will be available at the $5 a month tier, along with all sorts of other things like exclusive stickers and music blog posts and bloopers. And they're really cool stickers.
1: Oh, <laughs> they just are like, they're oh. fucking
0: cool.
3: They're Pretty really sick.
1: rad and the music for yeah, this has I just made this has been getting better and better every single time. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
3: We've got poetry from Daniel and Adrian, as well as in-world lads Mm And
1: We're working all the time to try and get you guys more content. We want Mm -hmm. to produce more, and we want to make sure that you're getting as much bang for your buck as possible. So, that's poetry, that's physical stickers you can get your hands on and then put on or look at. I know I don't Mm -hmm. put my stickers on anything. I hoard them and I look at them. (laughs) (laughs) There's music, and what we really want to do is we want to get more out there. We want to get new portraits of our boys or hey you know what we even want to hear what you guys might want from this podcast yeah Um, you can tell us i think they can message us on our patreons
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, they can
1: go to our youtubes you can tell us right there you can find us on social media you can message us or tag us in things Mm -hmm. let us know what you want to hear from us we really want to reach out to you as the community know that you guys are listening and we appreciate it every single time so thank you so much
3: like legitimately Anytime you comment on one of the episodes or on one of the social media posts, we read that shit, we eat it up, we We share it it in our group chat. We're so excited whenever somebody comments. So thank you guys so much for your engagement. It means
0: so much to us.
2: It means the world to us as creators. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thanks. Bye. Thanks very much.
1: Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Have a nice night. Goodbye.